pain is an emotion and it's an unpleasant abstract emotion. The emotional pain basically all happens in our mind where we take our pain and multiply it 100 trillion times in our mind and it's basically we suffer our memories we suffer our imagination That's right. while we understand pain when we become more friends with that sensation itself then whenever we encounter it in any moment it doesn't matter whether we face loss whether we face a rejection a physical injury then we can just ease into it rather than allowing it to just govern us and control us remember you don't need to compare your journey with any other person you are here for a reason whatever that is just let it be an experience and do what you can one day at a time Wellness is more than just physical health. It's your total well-being. Talk Wellness with Anjan. This episode is powered by Soma Vedic. Soma Vedic brings the positive elements of nature to your home. You no longer have to wait to go to nature to escape the ill effects of electrosmog and to recharge. Soma Vedic is equipped with precious stones that use their energy to enhance your sleep quality. It also helps to restructure water molecules which can reduce the amount of free radicals in your body. Book a free consultation for your home with our experts. Email to info at prc-tec.com. Visit somavedic.ae. Somavedic. Feel better. Live better. Wellness is more than just physical health. It's your total well-being. Find out how to have a healthy, balanced life. Have a healthy body through exercise, nutrition, and engage the world through learning, problem-solving, and creativity. Talk Wellness with Anjan. On today's show, I have a yoga teacher and a meditation guide, and she's a certified yoga teacher for cancer patients in recovery. She has a strong passion for life and an inspiring people to enjoy and live the beauty of the now. She's been practicing various styles of yoga since 2009, traveling all over Asia to practice and learning from different teachers, including teachers in India, in Kerala, in Dubai, and in Sri Lanka. And today... We're talking about how befriending pain is essential for well-being. Lina Zoreb, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Anjan, for having me. Wow, did I get that second name correctly? Perfectly. <laughs> but I noticed that even in your website and even on the emails that you sent me, you go with a single name, Lina. Is that on purpose? Not a purpose. It's a name is a name. So for me, it's just uh, um. My concept is Yogi Truck, so most people kind of connect me through Yogi Truck. That's so, right. They think that's yeah. your second name. Yeah. So it, it's not like Madonna or somebody who just wants to have a more. I am a Madonna in my heart. <laughs> that's right. I, I go with a single name myself, you know, so uh, most people associate me with a mononym. Why did we choose this topic today? Befriending pain is essential for well-being. Hmm. May I start with something else before that? Sure, leading sure. to why choosing this uh, particular topic First of all, I'm a person who is taken by the beauty of now, meaning each and every experience we live, I just simply enjoy it for what it is. And that itself made me share it with others because I found a bit of a switch to my mind that allowed me to connect and pass of 
the pleasures, the pain, all these things, and combine it everything to just a beauty of now. And all that didn't just happen just like that to me. A series of disappointment of pain, physical pain, social pain, rejection, that led me to a point in my life where I wanted to find a way out of it. And I was also diagnosed with cancer. Hmm. And also that itself was already um, an experience on its own. So through all these experiences that I've encountered, I've managed to navigate this hive and down and low waves and always fine tune and beauty of where I am today. And from that very special place in my heart, I love to share this that to people not to be afraid whenever they encounter pain because we are sold a lie through all these um, anjan basically you know we are exposed um, in different communication with pharmaceutical industries and in each and every their communication plans is saying fast should be healed quickly uh, that's right it's pain. a generation of fast food fast cars fast love everything is fast everything fast is fast everything so so here are some quotes for you uh, live life painlessly feel better live more now live the life you deserve so what now we have to just live a life pain-free and what the minute we encounter pain then what happens mm. okay so this is why I chose mainly uh, to share with you more uh, in depth because while we understand pain when we become more friends with that sensation itself then whenever we encounter it in any moment and it it doesn't matter wh whether we face loss whether we face a rejection a physical injury then we can just ease into it rather than allowing it to just govern us and control us. So you're saying this is why befriending pain is essential for all types of well-being? It is definitely is because uh, we're going to get to that point. But how do we know the meaning of pleasure and happiness if we don't encounter the counter feeling to, to, to that's that. right if you've never experienced pain how do you know what pleasure is absolutely so let's talk about your journey first I know you said you had cancer let's talk about how you fought it and how you're a cancer survivor hmm. well cancer occurred to me just a few weeks after my uh, wedding and it's a time where you know I wanted to start building a family of course how do we know what's what's there for us and I'm grateful and beyond grateful to uh, the practice that I've always been doing since like you mentioned to 2009 and it's a journey anyway but that really gives me all the tools all the techniques to be able to stand on my feet and say okay it's just an experience I had to just kind of be rational in a way I'm like okay so what is it exactly that is needed from me to do okay uh, you need to do uh, chemotherapy okay how many sessions six sessions fine every 21 days okay what are the the uh, side effects side effects okay, you're gonna lose your hair okay uh, fine all these things that also for a woman is a, is totally difficult mm. uh, but I was a witness and this is where also my practice made me I'm like maybe now it's really time for me to practice what I've been studying you know and that itself just also kind of eased out the journey so I decided to stay in Dubai 
uh, it's a long journey to get to the treatment. So the the part before treatment is a long uh, part. It's uh, uh, scary. You're full of self-doubt and all this kind of the unknown throw you onto. So made sure that I embarked in it with a positive uh, mind and an open heart and finished the treatment back in 2018. A year after that, I fell pregnant and now I have a beautiful baby girl. <laughs> beautiful. Um, tell us about the parts about witnessing because this is when it's important for a listener to understand that yoga is a very practical science, very yes. practical yes. methodology because yes. most people when they hear the word yoga they think it's just bending and stretching yeah. and it's beyond that. It's a way of living life in a very practical witnessing kind of approach saying okay I've got to do this like you said yeah. I've got to do chemotherapy, I've got to do chemotherapy yeah. let's dive a bit more into yeah. that. So when you become a witness, and this is something we also, and it takes a lot of time, if you're also starting meditation to be able to witness that the thoughts that are passing and um, going in and just, there's just thoughts. So becoming a witness itself, on itself, it's that itself, it's a journey. And this is when you fall into moments where, like, for example, pain is that kind of moment where it hits you and and this is the beautiful thing is when you encounter it when and you you are able to acknowledge its presence hey it's there how can i befriend with you how can yeah. i know you more and this is where you become that kind of witness is you get close to that whatever you're facing your whatever that emotion and let it be for whatever it is so for instance for me at, after each treatment i had to do like um a shot immunity shot it led me to be in bed for two days i could not move i couldn't eat the sensations in the body is, is are very strong and even if i touch my skin i feel pain to that extent i was smiling i'm like hmm this is how it feels uh-huh i knew though in few days this is going to be gone so That's i was right. trying to be to immersed in that experience immersed yeah yeah absolutely and so you <coughs> befriended pain because yeah. pain came to you what about people who haven't faced such painful situations how did they befriend pain May I may I start with a little bit yes, before because first of all it's very important to understand what is pain sure. because pain is an is an emotion and it's an unpleasant abstract emotion and it comes in state like it could be acute or it could be chronic it could be it have a discomfort agony so it have different levels of pain and that what we are accustomed to when you think of pain is the physical pain caused by an injury caused by a disorder but hey did you know that neuroscience said that social pain is equal to physical pain that's right and i will share with you a link a neuroscientist his name is Matthew Lieberman a beautiful beautiful discussion on how our social brain perceives the pain when we are for example betrayed or you know when in rejected. breakup rejected in breakups and in similar situations and through the test that he's done that kind of pain is similar totally similar to the pain that you might feel when you break a knee or you break a hip or because the at the end of the day it's breaking up a neural networks yes. that give you the sensation of pain or pleasure yes but again going back to the pharmaceutical we are always addressed that 
everything should be uh, healed quickly, should be tapping into it quickly. And this is where we fall into that loop and into that hole where it's it shouldn't be uh, it shouldn't be the way i've watched interesting talks about sadguru about emotional pain and then he mentioned that the emotional pain basically all happens in our mind where we take our pain and multiply it 100 trillion times in our mind basically we we suffer our memories we suffer our imagination that's right so basically it's drama that's self-created from within Absolutely. Talk Wellness with Anjan. This episode is powered by Soma Vedic, designed to keep your body in a natural environment, boosting regeneration and self-healing. Book a free consultation. Email info at prc-tec.com and visit somavedic.ae. Talk Wellness with Anjan. I spoke to the author of a book called Sense of Tumor. Raquel is a girl who fought leukemia and I was intrigued in her story because through her sequence of pain and how she was able to come out of it because her pain was simply psychological pain after her treatment she was on remission and during that time she felt massive pain in her body that no doctor could explain what this is what this kind of pain was and she was misprescribed morphine as a drug mm. the, as a medication to heal her pain slowly slowly she started getting an, an addiction to that and as she turned one year she wanted to celebrate basically uh, cancer free she found out that she had a reoccurrence mm. she was not able to do a bone marrow transplant because she had already been on these kind of medication and she wasn't able to get out of it, no rehab, nothing, because at that extent, every time she would try to um, cut down the, the drugs, she has a massive withdrawal, uh, symptoms. withdrawal symptoms. And slowly, slowly, when she used her bone marrow transplant as a push for her to kind of help her to come out of the drug, slowly luckily she got through and fast forward now she is suffering from chronic pain but she's totally cancer free and she said that the pain has helped her to connect deeper within to find her ground and just enjoy the simplest thing in life and mainly just by just being able to stand on her feet how beautiful that mm. is that we can just overcome that mentally just when she said I want to do all my best to be able to get there and now she refuses to take any painkiller to her chronic pain that's nice that's nice did you manage to share with her that meditation is the best medication absolutely and that's what we are in touch and we work closely on that <laughs> so why is pain important or what is pain actually so like we we have identified that pain is an abstract unpleasant emotion right so and we classified it from physical pain to social pain psychological and emotional why is it important when we feel this emotion usually when we're like no 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 no, i don't want to feel it but why it's important to feel it because it's like it acts like an alarm in our body to tell us hey something is wrong mm. in you let's just try to fix it for example if you are uh, chopping vegetables and you cut your finger do you carry on cutting the finger 
uh, cutting the veggies or no you you stop and right away you fix your finger and you don't continue cutting the finger either you don't continue <laughs> no absolutely not please don't <laughs> so it is definitely an alarming emotion in ourselves whatever it is whatever it, it, whether whether it's physical pain or emotional pain absolutely right. once we identify this kind of pain and we know hey it's there so this kind of uh, emotion will help us to also be to be aware so this is why it's very important it help us to be completely aware doing what we're doing it uh, help us create a sense of meaning uh, have you watched the ice bucket challenge or have you been part yeah, of an I've, ice I've bucket yeah i've heard of it i i, I don't do silly challenges like this but uh, i've heard of it yes the ice bucket challenge if they did like for example a feather challenge nobody would have participated That's but right. because there is some kind of pain in it and an a reward after that hey i've done it it's something intense to our brain that i want to be part of it so it kind of that kind of pain it brings a meaning in a way that and people start doing it for a cause you know raising money what so what have you so it's kind of driven now also uh, pain can make us better uh, people compassionate if you've heard of the blast for instance in beirut uh, downtown you know how many people from all around that came in and just wanted to help and any yeah. tsunamis everything yeah, that yeah. you know people are dealing with pain any they lost their homes their kids and absolutely they got nothing and how people like from that pain itself like how people reacted to kind of be compassionate toward them that's a beautiful way of looking at it mm. pain will make us mentally strong imagine you go through a very painful experience and then you battle through it and you come out of it you look back and you're like oh my god like look where am i standing i personally a heartbreak led me to this beautiful path where i am and i'm so grateful to this person to his family everything that it just brought the best of me at that time i was not able to see it and now i pray to this person each and every day because that light inside me just was shining and i wasn't able to see that from a place of comfort beautiful yeah. now i know you've got some points where you want to say how we can turn pain into pleasure but before we share that i want to talk about the tantric ideology of fact that pain is not needed when you can constantly experience pleasure mm-hmm. because in the tantric way we don't give any space for pain so it's all pleasure all gain compared to no pain no gain yes right so this i'm talking mainly of internal pain emotional mm. psychological mental and not really physical pain i mean if you cut your finger there's going to be pain there yes. and of course i'm not talking about calamities and yes. when that happens when there's death and when there's devastation and when families are losing houses and uh, lives of course there's pain that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about anything that's generated from within mm. can be pleasure instead of pain so what are your thoughts on that and how do you convert this pain to pleasure well before me doing that it's our brain the brain uh, basically releases uh, opioids it's the same neuroagent that it's released also when we have the pleasure right. so for our brain is so There's it's no already difference. natural this natural panadol happening in our brain it's natural the rest is our homework uh, anjan and and this is where we fail as human sometime we just want the quick the fast mm. you know we don't want to do the work to just say it's just an experience and let me just witness the experience let me just witness and let's just immerse in it let me just be part of it so your tip to converting pain into pleasure is witnessing observing and experiencing the pain yes yes absolutely let's let's dive deep into that how does somebody do that because when you're in pain you can't 
like really when somebody is in pain they don't have don't, they don't have the mental faculty to think okay i'm going to just now sit down and observe no, this pain no you don't have yeah, no yeah. you don't have and that's why we are bringing this topic because it's important to tap into it and it just doesn't happen just like that and overnight because when you do have pain you have to remember that what can i do about it mm-hmm. if there is a pill to take i have to take that pill for instance for me giving birth i endured so much to a point i'm like i couldn't take it anymore please do give me the epidural no problem and i'm still going to still enjoy the experience you know in that sense in that perspective we just have to give ourselves that baby step and again we don't just grow like this it's just to see then we start working slowly gradually on ourselves but just when we said the awareness just first be aware of it second what can i do about it you know if there is a pill or medication you need to take it's just a temporary but hey what is the root cause of my pain and this is where you should understand and dig deeper though it hurts though it's painful though things might be connected to child history whatever and it's okay because once you bring that to the surface you can heal and heal layers and layers and layers and you become uh, you become that experience itself so so there you go wellness with Anjan. Today we're talking about pain and why it's important to befriend pain for your well-being. We've been through the different kinds of pain which is physical, mental, emotional, social, financial, psychological and I think Lena now has some tips on how we can turn pain into pleasure and we're going to get into some examples. Have you seen athletes? People who run marathon, triathlon. That's right. Let's just begin with them. I'm not I'm not an athlete myself, but um witnessing their stories and seeing the hardship that they go through first to prepare for their marathon, okay? Prepare physically, mentally, the, the amount of pain they endure to kind of go and just race. Science now talks about something called the flow state mm. which is where these high performance athletes and marathon runners and other like red bull athletes they yeah. get into this flow state whereby they convert this pain into motivational energy. Absolutely. So this is where we begin like motivation for them and then halfway through the race they they might want to say this is it I cannot carry on and then they keep reminding themselves of what really motivated them and then at the finish line they cry and they celebrate and this is a form this is one example and one form of how turning pain into pleasure artists how many artists heartbroken artists or you've seen we've seen their art in different whether museums or platforms and how beautiful in turning that agony inside and just kind of transform it to something so beautiful even musicians musicians painters all sorts of artists you know just always comes from that space within and and many have stories of uh transforming that pain into a art. beautiful art uh also we have we shared a little bit about the ice bucket challenge but also this is that kind of a challenge where people want to endure pain to be able to kind of see that 
I've accomplished something and I want to turn it to something beyond my my mind. Maybe I get your your point on that because I see that you do this kind of practice. People walking on nails in or walking on fire, on fire or, or hot on coal glass. or glass. Yes, right. This is more of a mind over body What? thing. We're understanding that any physical reaction in your body can be controlled by the mind. Yes, of course. There's some tricks and techniques to mm. learn how to do it yes. so you don't enjoy yourself. Yeah. And I've been standing on nails since I was very young. Yes. So now it's it's part of my regular practice. And plus, standing on nails really helps you to. Uh, it's like an acupuncture therapy, acupuncture, yeah. and it really touches the correct, um, let's say, meridian points at mm. the base of the foot, mm. which correspond to all your internal organs, thereby mm. thereby mm. giving you an energetic massage kind of thing. Absolutely. So how now you tell me that pain cannot lead you to a proper wellness? How befriending pain and knowing digging deeper into this sensation? How does it lead us to? wellness when you're saying when we connect to our mind and we can make it and we still be able to enjoy these are great examples now let's give everybody listening some practical tips on how to handle pain uh first of all acknowledging acknowledging it's an exercise the opposite of denying <laughs> yes it's there it's there so when once we are once we understand it so how can you have a friend without understanding that friend and what's the purpose of that friend in our life right so what's the purpose of so understanding the function of the pain. function of it otherwise it becomes a dysfunctional relationship absolutely <laughs> that's step 1 step 1 knowing that if you we do need to take some painkillers absolutely get it as long as it's prescribed if it's needed if it's needed absolutely and you just need to know it's temporary and digging deep to be able to know the root cause and this is where for me personally uh comes ayurveda because i've been you know that also helped my healing through uh cancer uh post cancer is for a long time i kept doing the ayurvedic massage and that helped the lymphatic system to just bet for better circulation and for me understanding chemotherapy i chose to take these chemicals to to um as a healing for me at that time but i knew i can maintain my body i can maintain my mind through alternative healings as well because the chemotherapy for me was temporary but what's after that that was my job so this is where i became much more that sensation allowed me to be closer to it by understanding alternative ways and tools and techniques that's right to maintain and to keep going and grief you know i i sense it with some close people as well that sometimes we do not grief of a loss of a person for instance and close person and grief itself is different to each and every person so yes you say it's okay i'm allowed to grieve i'm happy to grieve and it's okay if you want to sit in bed and cry and let it out and shut the curtains whatever you do spend time in mourning in mourning and this is important and no you know if you ask me how are you and if i say i'm fine and i'm not that's i'm lying i'm exactly. not speaking my truth and why do i have to do that 
say we don't have you, you can always say i'm not well i'm working on it whatever but just acknowledge that and grief grief grief, grief because it will allow you to shed and this is because of the masking that people expect society to see them as because when somebody says how are you the answer is oh i'm fine even if they're not fine, fine. it's just yeah. become like a, a remote controlled response even mm. though it's not what they feel so i always ask people no how are you really yeah yeah it's it and it's tough because sometimes how many people you meet uh, throughout the day and and you don't want to feel like you want to explain that to each and every person that's right you do meet so i'm fine is a good way to get rid of them yeah it was just like <laughs> whatever you know but okay you can say whatever but between you and yourself do the work that's please right. this the is sanskrit your homework. word for this is called manasakshi mm-hmm. manas means your internal state which is your mind or your body and your spirit sakshi means witness mm-hmm. so this is your consentiousness to which you cannot lie yes you know it's that inner judge to which you have to always speak the truth and it will always catch you when you're lying absolutely so take that time and enjoy it enjoy it because guess what it's also temporary <laughs> it's also temporary So and do what you can. I feel just sometime we're on a race, race with ourselves, race with what's happening around us, race with our friends and community and this person is doing this. We don't need again, it's a great point that to just uh remember you don't need to um compare your journey with any other person. You are here f- you are here. You are witnessing this for a reason. maybe not a reason whatever that is just let it be an experience and do what you can one day at a time and this is so difficult now let's put a practical scenario into these tips okay let's imagine somebody has say lower back pain mm. and let's put these tips that you just shared in a practical scenario so yes. step 1 is acknowledge and don't deny Yes. How, how do they do that? They say I have lower back pain. Yeah, I do have lower back pain. So what is it that can be done? First, okay. you have to see um, a specialist for back pain and That's let's right. see let's go and see the specialist. Is it just physical? Is it emotional? Is it some something coming from deep within or is it just your ergonomic posture you're sitting wrong on the chair at work? We don't know. Exactly. And this oh, sometimes a person doesn't know. Doesn't really know and might go to a specialist and the specialist can prescribe And this is your job after the specialist to really kind of say is it the really the kind of treme- treatment I want to do is it the cause have the, have the discernment because the specialist yes. might say oh it's just your bone structure yes. or it's your emotional pain but you got to know for yourself what it is and look within yeah, okay great exactly. so that's step 1 so after seeing let's say a specialist uh question yourself if this is the right uh, treatment you want to you want to do but also just make sure that you look into different kind of modalities modalities because there's not one size uh, fits all fits all exactly and if it comes to lower back pain let's uh, be real there as well from sitting from whatever could be the cause as well let's just also a good way to treat it good way to kind of also heal yourself with your, for me i had back pain lower back pain lower disc just through my own practice of yoga i didn't even have at that time i wasn't really so much into the yoga practice but i tried myself to just uh, give it a go spine. give it a go you know and then because sometimes also surgery is not just it correct and then after that once you figure out what works for you then what so what works for you stick to it and do it and then hold yourself accountable 
come back and check and come back to say, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this. Is, there, is the pain still there? And then how far, it, how far have I reached? So it's very important to kind of not to be lazy. Also mm. do your job and just yeah. put show, action behind put it. Put action because it's not always the physician's work. It's most of it is our work. It does take some effort to maintain friendship. And if you want to befriend your pain, you have to put some action behind Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yes. And this is how you make friends with your pain. Talk wellness with Anjan. This episode is powered by Soma Vedic, designed to keep your body in a natural environment, boosting regeneration and self-healing. Book a free consultation. Email info at prc-tec.com and visit somavedic.ae. Talk wellness with Anjan. Now, because of your experience with cancer, you're also now an expert on helping people with cancer through yoga. Let's talk about that for a few minutes. Sure. And I am also grateful to cancer that led me to this journey of um, exploring something I've never thought I would I would do. I've been practicing yoga and teaching, but yoga for cancer patient came to me as a gift. Mm. I was at the hospital doing my treatment and at that time my teacher said, Lena, have you thought of um, sharing your journey with cancer patients? And I'm like, I'm scared. Like, it's, um, she said, you have everything within you. you and the experience. And the experience itself. So I came across a course in New York with Tari Prinster and she specializes to uh, teach a specialized course uh, to support cancer patients during and post-treatment. That's right. So we began by just offering community classes and it was a beautiful experience as you just connect with people who are vulnerable. People lose their identity when they go through such massive change, you know. Uh, First, the change is physical, from the outside, there's so much change. But not only that, you're trying to still find yourself. Um, Questions like, who am I? Am I just this body? Why? Why, Why this is happening? Mm. Why? What? And for example, for myself, I don't even have a history of of cancer in my family. So why and why now when some people want children, they cannot have children or everyone's story is different. But so first for me on a personal level, being able to connect with each and every one, whether ovarian cancer or um, breast cancer, um, lymphoma. um, Any type of cancer. Any type, any type, male and female. First, them raising their hands and saying, I need help. I need help. That was really um, something to just say, oh my God, thank you so much for trusting in, in, in me in my journey as well. Um, so from where, from this, this is where it started. It started by in community classes and then start, later on I started getting calls and I started visiting people to their homes because also some people, they have um, a very um, a critical situations where due to their immunity they cannot be exposed to be in in studios or public places whatever so we were just um, supporting them at home and you would be surprised that if I tell you that the practice itself it's a f- full of flow so 
it was uh, designed in a way that you could use lots of props and we tell them there's nothing we are all the same and we uh, encountered this experience but you can still move and it doesn't mean we just have to do a restorative yoga and no we st you need to move and why we need to move working with gravity strengthening the bone because after such a harsh treatment how important to just rebuild that strength absolutely and especially the bone marrow yes and in any type also of cancer by default by default when people do take this kind of therapies their bone becomes so weak yes so doing resistance work and that kind of work would help them to kind of re-strengthen the bone and we learn a lot about our lymphatic system and cool. how so important through our lymph system we can cleanse we can detoxify our body and by just raising the arm just extending the arm up and just allowing that lymph to just kind of circulate we just help it's just simple exercises and simple flow some people that just felt more uh, up more for a alive. challenge mm. they want to challenge themselves and i always tell them guys you'll get there it's okay to be where we are. And this is how we, how we went, step by step. So yeah, overall, it was a beautiful experience. And, and very I'm fulfilling for you because having come from a place of being a patient, yes. now helping other people get over there. Absolutely, every minute of it. Amazing. Yes. I ask this to all my guests. What's the worst advice you ever got? Wow. <laughs> the worst advice? Mm. In general. Okay, what's Leave the him. <laughs> <laughs> what's the best advice you got? Uh, the best advice is stay true to yourself. And along the way, what are the best resources that have helped you? Myself. Amazing. Um, what is the one common myth about your profession that you want to debunk? I'm too stiff. Uh, yoga is not for me. <laughs> okay, especially if you're stiff, that's when you should do some <laughs> yeah, asana exactly. practice. Yeah. What do you wish you had known 10 years ago? I know I d no, nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Okay. I, I'm so happy that uh, this allowed me to kind of things to unfold to the way things are. For now. your great, great, great grandchildren, is there any wisdom you want to pass on? Yes. I would love them to always connect to themselves. Always. Beautiful. Anywhere they are. To find their heart. I call this daily routines. Name something you do every single day without fail. I pray every morning. I light my incense and candle. I kiss my daughter. Like These are the rituals, but other than washing my face, brushing my face. Cool. <laughs> I call this pursuit of relaxation. I ask all my guests, yeah. what are your thoughts on happiness? Ha happiness is your, your yourself. It's your idea of happiness. Whatever comes, it's you choose it. I even pain can be happiness. Anything could be happiness. You choose. I call this stress buster. Five ways or tips that you have to get rid of stress. Breathe. And this is so important. I find time alone. Um, I do pray. That's three. I love to travel. Four. Also travel alone. <laughs> and meditate. Beautiful. I call this shipwreck. If you had to be shipwrecked on a deserted island and all your human needs like food and water and shelter and everything was taken care of, what are the two items you'd want to take with you? Could it be uh, like that shipwreck happened by myself or with other people? No, you're alone. I'm, I'm just alone. Mm. Let me just take myself, Anja. <laughs> no, you're already there. Two, two items you want to take along. Two, with you. Two, uh, two items that I need to take. Two things. Could be your daughter also. 
My, I, that's why I asked okay. because I want to bring her okay, with me. Okay, so one is yes, your daughter. Yes, of course. Um, and I'll take me. You're already I, there. No, I have to take me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I call this me and my daughter. I call this wear Anjan's footwear. If you could step into my footwear, what would you have asked yourself that I didn't? If I step into what would you have asked yourself that I didn't ask you? Ah, uh, okay. Basically, I asked Wha- you everything. <laughs> yeah, I know you asked me. Mm, that I don't know. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, before I let you go, your last and final words of advice for everybody listening on how they can become friends with their pain. Listen, I am not a neuroscientist. I am not um, a psychiatrist or a doctor. I'm just a simple being, trying my best each and every day to live my truth, to speak my truth, to witness my truth. Anything could be done if you just find your heart, yourself, without distractions. Mm. And just believing that your heart is a huge and big, beautiful muscle and to always trust it. That's beautiful. Trust your heart. Um, speaking of which, that sounds like a motto. So do you have any kind of quote or motto that you've written down somewhere and maybe you look at it every day that you want to share with everybody? Uh, that I actually brought, like I would love to share this with you. Uh, don't run away from grief or soul. Look at the remedy inside the pain because the rose came from the thorn and the ruby came from the stone. This is written by Rumi. And I love this to share with wow, you guys. Wow, that's beautiful. Lena, thank you so much for being with us on this edition of Talk Wellness. Thank you, Anjan. I would love to get to know more about you. And your journey has been an inspiring journey, though I've been just following um, through your social media. But today is the first day I meet you in person. And oh. it's a blessing, really. Thank you thank so you, much. Lina. And I think we are... Um, we are so lucky to be in this beautiful community. Yes, so, I feel privileged. Thank you. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you. <laughs> now it's about that time. The Talk Wellness Hour with Anjan. Wellness is more than just physical health. It's your total well-being. Find out how to have a healthy, balanced life. Have a healthy body through exercise, nutrition, and engage the world through learning, problem-solving, and creativity. Talk Wellness with Anjan. This episode is powered by Soma Vedic, designed to keep your body in a natural environment, boosting regeneration and self-healing. Book a free consultation. Email info at prc-tec.com and visit somavedic.ae. Talk Wellness with Anjan. I want to take a moment to thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this episode. And I'd like to remind you that the perspectives that we shared on this show are of my guest and myself only. And you should evaluate if it works for you before making it yours. Always consult your own doctor, therapist and healer before you make any drastic life changes. And we would love it if you could share this podcast link with your friends, your family, your circles and talk about it. That's why we call this series Talk Wellness. We need your support to get the conversation around well-being 
to be a more prominent one. I would love to connect with you across social media. Look for Meditate with Anjan on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. And also, please leave a review. This will help us grow. Our next episode is episode 27 and it features Marina Pavlenko, who's a health coach and calisthenics trainer. And she's going to share with us on how you can avoid toxic fitness trends. Thank you once again for your listening and for your love. Stay relaxed. Namaste.